Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a real-life medium? Then this is the podcast for you. In this show, you'll learn how to open your heart to spirit, hear adventures I've experienced as an award-winning psychic medium and teacher, plus I'm going to give you some psychic information and insight into what the future holds for our increasingly crazy world. Tune in every Friday and get ready to connect to the other side. I'm Jen, and I'll be your guide starting right now. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, wow, it's been a while. I skipped a week, and I haven't seen you all in a while. I guess I don't really see you. I I talk to you, and you hear me, hopefully, because that would mean you're listening to the podcast. And I'm going to talk to you today about a spiritual business, and I have some crazy stories for you. I'm telling you, there's some stories that you've never heard before. And I guess the reason why I'm decided to talk about this this week, this Friday's episode, is because, like... Have it, let's be real here. As you guys know, I'm like pretty honest and like sort of just say it like it is. It's pretty rough sometimes having a spiritual business or any business by yourself. Like I'm a one man band. I'm like that that song. I don't want to be a one man band. Like I just there's some days where you're just like, why am I doing this? And there's of course way more days where you're like, oh my god, this is the best day ever, and I'm having a great time and I love doing what I do. But then you have these days as you do in any kind of business or career or job that you may have where you're like why am I doing this and you'll get like people who are upset with you you'll get like rude comments I'm, t- I'm not even talking about that but that's sort of like what triggered this episode is like okay I, like okay I, here's the here's the thing but the good well the good part of this is that it's teaching me something of course so we as we know when something negative happens to us we sometimes can learn something from it And usually that's why spirit is bringing us these lessons. It's like, okay, now you're on this next level, Jen. So now we're going to help you remember grace. What does grace mean? Well, that's my daughter's middle name. But grace means, you know, basically being overly kind to someone genuinely because even if they don't deserve it, like, or they're not, you know, kind of my version of this definition of grace is like, I'm always trying to pause and think before I react to a, to a, maybe a rude email or like double question marks or something like that. Like, where are you, Jan? People demanding you respond right away. Well, I don't respond right away, usually, especially like after hours and weekends. And um, that's just normal business sense, <laughs> right? So um, trying to understand where the person is coming from, and maybe that's not grace, but a mixture of empath- empathy and grace combined, we'll call it grace and you know just trying to see why is this person um, speaking to me this way why are they expecting a immediate response you know and just trying to see sort of like from the other persons but like responding choosing to respond with overtly overly kindness over kindness, I guess, and like trying to, I guess it kind of sounds weird, but trying to mean it, you know? So normally if someone's like, hey, like, blah, 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 and I'll, I'll immediately match that energy and go back with them, blah, 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 well, this, 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 right? That doesn't, that never works. That never works, right? Let's just say someone wasn't happy with something and they wanted a refund. Well, you did the work, and so their, their expectations were not met, and so, but you still did the work. So, Sometimes I, in the past, I would have given a refund for that, but now it's like, no, I've done the work. I've used that exchange in exchange for my energy because it, as you know, it takes a lot of energy for me to do this work and just these kind of things. But I'm telling you, 
it's teaching me grace, like a mother trucker. Like I'm just, you know, I have to respond with grace. Like why people not say thank you? Why do people not appreciate what you do sometimes? Why do, you know, and, and you've got to learn grace. So that's where I am right now, learning how to respond with grace to people and not matching their grumpy energy and just trying to sort of like maybe put myself in their shoes like why would they be like this and what is going on in their life and maybe they have a childhood like that where they were expected to you know demand things and they got what they wanted I don't know I have no idea again I want you guys obviously to reiterate that there's obviously more positive than negatives but like I know on social media nobody talks about this stuff like I bet you if you have a business or a spiritual business or you're a sole entrepreneur doing everything yourself and you're expected to like answer 20 emails a day, 30 DMs, post stories, come up with creative content, you know, um, do, like I do three, at least three readings every morning from nine till 12, you know, then I teach at nighttime and like, where is the, where's the, you know, so you can kind of see where the spiritual burnout will come out sometimes. And that's my own, that's my own issue because I'm the one who booked up. I'm the one who chose to book up until um, August, September, that kind of thing. That's my choice. And and again, here's here's my thing. is like, well, people are probably listening going, well, how, you don't sound very grateful for what you have. Well, my thing is like, I don't think I have to say, if I'm upset about something or I'm like sharing, you know, maybe a shadow side of something, I feel like I don't have to say I'm grateful for this, but, you know, I, I feel like people expect you to say that. Why can't we just talk about a story that was negative and leave it at that? Obviously, I am grateful for everything that I have, right? So I have, I could list a bajillion things I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful for you, and you guys should know that by now, right? So I don't have to say it, but I'm grateful for like, here's an example that that kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of not being triggered about, but just sort of feeling about, what does it feel like to me in my body? It doesn't feel right. So someone's like, well, how was your trip to Florida? And, you know, I'm like, well, it was okay, but people are expecting you to go like, oh my God, I'm so grateful I got to go to Florida and the sunshine and I got a tan. They're like, well, you're so tan. Yeah. You know, I, it was it was good. It was a good trip. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, I don't know, this is a dream vacation. And I, I know some people are not able to go to Florida. They don't have the means to do it. Obviously, I'm grateful I got to go away. Like my, my soul literally was like, like, I mean, your soul can't die, but me being Jen is like, oh, my soul is going to die if I didn't get into the sun. Like there's been no sun this winter at all. And my soul was like, I felt like my soul was dying, which isn't true. And getting to go to Florida in the sun was like heaven, like just lying in the moments where I got to lie in the sun and just do nothing were incredible. But everyone asked, how was your trip? So that's a very general question, right? So it would take me hours to explain all the times that I got to sit in the sun by myself and, you know, the yummy food and the beach and the ocean, like... Right, so like it's very generalized. So people expect you to say, "Oh, my, it was amazing, it was wonderful," and they're like, "Oh, you're so ungrateful if you weren't so happy the whole time." You know what I mean? So that's kind of coming up for me too. It's like people expect you, but but what about this? But you at least you got to go. Well, I got to go. You know, so like just I feel like it's kind of like we have to break that stigma of like you have to be like oh my god it was the best amazing thing and I'm so grateful I got to go and I think we need to break that really because every time someone's like you know my answer isn't good <laughs> sorry that's Rudy barking it's like my answer isn't good enough or something I'm just gonna give you my answer that I want to give you that, oh boy also while we're at it let's talk about the expectation of perfection shall we <laughs> right so like if you're listening to the podcast and you heard Rudy barking is like oh well that wasn't perfect Jen you know what's really cool is I um 
I always do meditations. I meditate almost every night. And Inside Timer, there's this really good meditation where it's like um, a prosperity mantra, something like this. And the guy who's doing the mantra, you have to do like you have to repeat Shreem, Brazil, like 108 times. And this guy is doing this 108 times. And what I loved about this meditation is that he cleared his throat. Like you would think that people would be like, I didn't look how many stars he got or how many people rated him, but... I can imagine there'd be some people who would be super annoyed by that, like a dog barking or someone clearing their throat or sniffing, this kind of thing, right? Like, you know, there's just, I feel like there's like a dismantling happening where I was, I actually loved that he cleared his throat three or four times in the meditation. It didn't bother me. It didn't get me out of my mantra meditation. It didn't get me out of the zone. It didn't take away from the feeling of it. It didn't take away from the value. You know, it was just still, I, I'm like, I wanted to email this guy. I'm like, thank you for clearing your throat. Thank you for not showing up with perfection, right? So Rudy barking, oh, he's on my lap now, so he would stop barking. You know, Rudy barking in the middle of of this podcast might annoy some people or might be like, oh, I'm gonna give Jen three stars. Please don't do that. <laughs> the people who are mad at me gave me one star, so, but you know what I mean? So we have to also dismantle the perfectionism. Like I love, I love that. If you like see things changing in your life and, and you're like, maybe you're not noticing like the bigger picture or like the subtle things that are going on in the background that are changing, right? Another example of that before I get into my stories about my business is the current astrology. So I love astrology. Like there's two people I love. You know one of them, Bravely Beautiful Brand Court Burns. Uh, I love her to death. So like I've known her for a while and go on social media and follow her Instagram and also a new person Jen from Magnetic Mountain like I should have her on the podcast I actually think I invited her on the podcast and it's never happened yet I'm actually gonna have her teach in spirit school which is cool but like I love her content it's amazing so like I saw both of them posting about I think it's Pluto and Aquarius and where it's in your chart and but your natal chart but your transit chart like, all, like learning all this cool stuff and um Apparently, Pluto is in my second house, which is about health and I think work. Uh, and I've no. And once I saw that, and once I figured I was on the right chart, I was like, "Oh my god, this makes like it's already happening. Like, it's affecting transformation in your health." So, like in the last week alone, I've like felt very intuitively called. I need a heavy metal detox. So, if you Google heavy metal detox or like dementia so my, my dementia runs rampant in my family in the older generations and I'm like oh god I'm gonna get dementia but like so powerful a transformation in my mindset being like I'm not gonna get dementia I'm gonna I'm gonna get this in the butt and so one of the things that you can do to prevent dementia obviously is maybe sugar but I think that's also been not proven not true I think it's heavy metals so my my I'm so in tune with my body that my body's like, we need to detox heavy metals from your system so that you can feel more pure and healthy and have more energy. Maybe not nap every day, maybe not go to bed nine o'clock, you know? But that was what my soul was calling me to do. My soul is like, we need to do this. And so I did a little bit of research, not too much. Wanna make sure it's safe, you know? And so that's happening. And then yesterday I'm on Instagram and then um, someone that I follow has one of those hydroponic towers where you grow vegetables. I'm like, oh, I need that. Like I need to do that. I need to have grow my own vegetables. And just this whole health thing is, and then I'm I'm following this, um, plant, plant You, I think it's called, Plant You on Instagram. And she has these amazing recipes for like vegan healthy meals that are pretty easy because I hate cooking. So like all these things, it's already happening. So you got to pay attention to like the subtle things in the background that you don't even know. Cause you think if you hear, if you like astrology and you hear Pluto, you're like, oh crap. Like, you know, you're like, you're terrified of Pluto or whatever. 
but like it's actually very helpful. It's transforming the way I do things and my mindset and my health routines and all these things. So, I mean, go get a reading from either of these lovely ladies and, and see where this is happening in your chart. I mean, you can do it yourself, but I was on the wrong chart, but that's okay. The court got me into the right chart. So, you know, just like noticing how everything is connected is just for me, super powerful. I'm just noticing, I'm like, oh, like I thought I was in the money house, but apparently that's my birth natal part of it. And I don't know, but just go, go check out your chart. I think astro.com. And you, but you do need to know your, your, do you do need to know your time of birth? Okay, so let's move on here. Some quick announcements for you. Um, I'm, I thought it was full for my Foundations of Mediumship one year program, but I overcounted. I had someone twice on my list. So there is one more spot if you'd like to join that. I would love 20, I have 19. We need an even number because they're gonna be partners. And I feel like you're gonna meet your friends there. Like I feel like whoever's registered with with my one year program, they're gonna meet like some lifetime friends. I'm already noticing in my other classes that people are becoming very close friends. And I love to see that I actually had two of my students who who live on opposite coasts meet each other and there's a, they sent me a picture of them together. I was like, this is amazing. So you will meet new friends in my courses. And uh, so there's one spot for that. So it's I think it's still on my Instagram uh, in the bio. And then I have Psychic Development Level 2, which is coming up in May, the first week of May, um, Psychic Level 2. Anyone can join that. I will help you through it. And um, let me see what else we got here. Oh, I have completely forgotten about uh, Between Two Worlds. It's like a couple hour course. I don't even remember the date, but I will put it in here in the show notes. It's only $50. It's about the hallway. So when I talk about the hallways, like the place that I found between the human world and the spirit world, where your loved ones who are still incarnate that means they're still here. So they have dementia or they're very ill or you know your animals are about to pass because they're very sick. They reside in this hallway. And so I'm gonna teach you all about this hallway. It's very eye-opening, I, I feel like. And I think that's all I wanna share with you before I get into the wonderful stories, some good, some not so good, about my spiritual business. And just so you know, it's not to deter you from doing your own spiritual business. Like, I'm mine feels like it's an extreme extreme experience like I feel like if you go like okay Jen I'm gonna have a, a spiritual business I'm gonna be a medium don't expect these things to happen to you I have a very dramatic energy and I feel like I just attract all this stuff my my life is very karmic if that makes sense so like karma means like past life memory so I'll, a lot of people that I meet in my life who are, who are drawn to me or who I work with for a short time are from my past life and it's very heavily karmic. So I feel like before I came to this life, I was like, okay, here's my contract. Well, we're gonna go through this again and we, you have to come full circle with this and it's gonna replay again. It's gonna be very dramatic and chaotic and whatever and it just that's just how it is. Things have been pretty calm lately, which is great. Knock on went bing, bing, bing. But um, yeah, all of my stories that I have are kind of karmic and they're very dramatic and chaotic. So. I will share one that it comes to mind. I haven't made any notes, so I'm just gonna go from memory here, is that like maybe the first two years of my business, um, I wanted to be an, like an actor, I wanted to be on TV. And so I had an agent, and which you probably don't even know this. I had an agent, her name was Sandra, and it, it didn't work out, it wasn't meant to be. So she kept getting me commercial auditions. I never actually got a commercial through her. And I remember I got an audition finally, and I don't remember what it was for, but I remember I was paired up with this really weird guy. It was like pretending he was my husband or something really dumb. And I was way overdressed. Like the, the audition said, you know, just come casual. And I was like in this bright blue dress with like rainbow at the bottom. I was way overdressed. My hair, I was just overdressed. Anyways, we just, I was the last to audition. They picked me last. That's how I kind of knew. But 
in my headshot package, I put like on my resume that I was a medium. And I had a feeling that I shouldn't do that, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna, I'm new. I'm gonna like try to get people to want to get a reading. I just started my business. I never mixed the two, by the way. So anyways, I put a whole bunch of my business cards in my package and like my headshot and I was a medium and whatever. Obviously, I had no experience in the show business or commercial actor realm. And so a couple weeks after that, I get some mail. I get some mail. And I think it was a card note. There was two actually of these things that happened, but this one was particular. I think, I can't remember if it was like a big envelope or like a card envelope. And when I got this envelope in the mail, I was like, I had a very weird feeling like maybe I shouldn't open this mail. And so of course I did. So I opened it up and on the card, it was a card note. Like someone took the time to write out a note and get a stamp and write my address and send it to me in the mail. And on this note was, hold on, one, four letters in big capitals. And it said, can you imagine, you are a fraud. And I was like, you know that, you know that, like, <gasps> that feeling inside, like, you, like, you, like, <gasps> personally attacked, and you're like, oh, my God, and immediately, I would get super upset, and, like, like your body starts shaking, and you, like, feel gross on the inside, and you want to puke, well, that's all that happened, right, I'm like, who would think I was a fraud, like, I just started this business, so the only thing I could think of it was I had brought all, and someone maybe didn't believe in mediums in the, in the um, audition process, that's, it was just very coincidental, like, I, looking back, I don't remember like anyone, me doing anything to anyone that would constitute them sending me a handwritten note that said you were a fraud. So I feel like I'm, like when I was a baby medium, someone says that to you, you're like, oh my God, maybe I am a fraud. Oh my God, maybe someone hates me. Like you go through all these things. Like, uh, like if someone said that to me now, hopefully they don't. Like, please don't send me hate mail. <laughs> someone hasn't in a long time, but if someone had said that to me now, I'd probably be like laughing, you know, that, that growth. But like back then as a baby medium and psychic, I was like, oh my God, someone hates me. Right. So, so that happened. I did get another piece of hate mail maybe a year after that. And it was in response to like, why can't you just like, like, why is he sending me mail? You're going to write a handwritten note and mail it to me and find my address Anyways, this whole letter was in letter. It was in response to a post I had made that wasn't even negative about someone that I had been working with, and this whole letter was defending them, calling me all these names and what a horrible person I was for saying these things about this wonderful person. Meanwhile, they had no idea what this person was actually like behind closed doors to me, you know, this presenting as this wonderful human being, and then behind closed doors it was another story. And so that was another letter, and I remember that one. That one really was kind of. I don't want to say worse than the first one, but kind of it kind of was because it was about a person that I work with and, you know, it involved like emotions and things like this. And I remember I had to like do something about it. I'm like, I have to burn this letter. Like I felt like the energy was so awful that I got like this, one of my metal mixing bowls and I put this letter in and I lit it on fire. And I think I took a video of it. This is like 2017, 2018, not even maybe 2018. And I burned it. I remember taking a video. I'm like, just burn this. No, I have to burn it. Like I had to burn the energy up. That's why I felt like I just needed, just needed to lit it, light it on fire. So, so that all is one thing that happened. And then a couple, maybe like a year or so after that, I've had two people. No, yeah, two people threaten me with. Are these shocking to you? I don't know. Um, as I'm talking about them, like, did this really happen to me? Like, so there was two people, individuals, two separate individuals who threatened me with legal action now without getting too much detail the first energy was 
they weren't happy with the scheduling. So like they had paid me for mentoring or something like this and then the scheduling wasn't working out. Then they were upset about that. And we tried so many times to get to work out. It just wasn't working out. But I kept offering different dates. And so this person just got fed up and they were like, well, you're not providing a service. I'm like, I'm trying my best to get you to cut. Like it just wouldn't, they just kept saying, no, no, it wasn't working out. But I kept offering. And so she decided that she was going to um, hire a legal action against me for not providing a service. And so that one, I obviously I was very upset about. Like it's it's traumatizing, guys. It's traumatizing to have these things happen to you. And so I think I, not what's not the lawyer, but the lawyer's helper. I can't remember what it's called. Not the practitioner, but you know what I mean? So like the legal, uh, I can't think of what it's called right now. But the person under the lawyer, the person who helps the lawyer, I called one of them and they're like, well, as long as you're offering to provide the service, you don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, phew. So I went back to this person who was very upset with me and, and threatening this and taking action. I told her what they had said and she just went away. So, you know, like if you're listening to this, you're like, well, what did you do? I'm telling you what I did. I... I kept offering the service and that's do a different time and how about this day and then it just wasn't working out. That was my first indication that this was not aligned at all and I should not have been working with this person. So so there is that one and the second one I'm not going to go into detail but there was another legal action or like a threat or like a blackmail energy also about not really my business, mostly my person, my, how do I explain that, my character and it just was a big messy thing so we worked that out on our own without that but I was like I was devastated yeah so that one was more like yes I was had some I had some play in that one but like it's very traumatizing I'm just going through I'm like oh my god I remember those feelings that are coming up when this when this occurred and I'm very grateful that everything worked out and um it, it just worked out but like we just these stories are just coming up you know and I had forgotten completely about all these stories and yes obviously there's very good stories as well you know I got asked to um speak on stage about my story a couple times I've I got to go to commercial um you know all, there are way more beautiful things that happen but my thing was like when someone dms me or in or emails me on like a Saturday you guys obviously know that I'm not going to respond to you, right? So, or anyone, like, I'm just, I'm not. And and I was like, you know, at this point, what? People, like, I still have to explain this to people. Like, I don't, you know? And so all of this sort of, like, started accumulating like a snowball. And this happened, I think, when I got back from Florida. And some of it happened before I went to Florida. So I definitely wasn't answering anybody when I was in Florida. And so I have to be so careful. Like, if you have a spiritual business, we have to be so careful of how we manage our energy. And it's so, I can be so like, think about it. How about like, I mean, I don't wanna compare it to a doctor, but let's use a doctor as an example. So if you really needed to talk to the doctor, the doctor is not gonna call you at eight o'clock or respond to an email at all, ever, at eight o'clock on a Saturday night. And I shouldn't have to tell you this, but you know what I mean? So some people still don't have the idea that maybe people who like, and literally the doctor would work by herself the doctor would have no receptionist. The doctor would have no nurse helping, no nurse practitioner, no one to book appointments. Um, the doctor has to do everything herself. And that's me. I have to do that. I have no receptionist. I have no office manager. I have no nurse practitioner. I have no assistance. I have nothing. I do everything on my own, right? So it can get very 
overwhelming. And, and I've had people like, why don't you just get an assistant? Well, I've had assistants in the past and it, do, it doesn't work. It just never works because it's like one more step for me where if I get an email that I don't want to deal with and I forward, I have to forward it to the assistant and then they take their time answering that person. Then it just like, it just never worked out. Right. I would love to have someone help me where it would work out. Like someone be my office manager, please. <laughs> someone do all the admin things for me. That's what I would love. Cause the admin side, I'm very, I'm not great at, you know, um, and I'm in the energy of like, I'm not in a hurry to respond to people, you know, um, so yeah, just think of me as a doctor, Dr. Jen, and I'm doing, I have no help and I'm doing everything by myself and you want to make an appointment, but you got to come to the doctor not the receptionist. Does that make sense? Not really, right? You're like, I have this, I have this pain. I have this emotional pain. I have this question and I really need your help. Well, just think of me as Dr. Jen with no help. That's what you're dealing with, right? So that's, can you can kind of see like why I get burned out quite a bit because on top of all of that, me being the one man band, I also have readings to do and I teach at nighttime, right? And um, the, the work that I do, not the teaching, the work that I do, the, the, it takes, a, especially mediumship, takes a lot of energy, right? And I'm noticing lately too that I'm, I'm having more trouble detaching or cutting cords. Like, so when you meet someone, you get an energetic cord from you to them. Some are bigger, some are smaller, whatever. Some are easy to cut, some are just go away on their own, some are there forever and get bigger and ugly. And I'm having more trouble detaching from clients. So before, if I read for you, I'm fine. Like, I don't remember. If you come back in like six months or a year, I will probably not remember. And it's not because I, you're not a wonderful person. It's just because I detach from everything that I've said and the conversation that we've had and the information that's come through. But lately, I'm like having a lot more trouble detaching from, and even last night, I had a emergency reading last night from someone, and all of the things that we had discussed were in my dream. So I'm having a lot of trouble detaching or like cutting the cord after I meet with you. So do you see there's a lot going on behind the scenes? Do you think, oh, here's Jen doing this funny reel on Instagram. Oh my God, when do I have time for that? Right? So, so yeah, so just, you've got to learn, you will 100% learn so much about yourself not only when you have a spiritual business and you go out on your own and you put yourself out there and you get super busy, which I'm grateful for. See, I shouldn't have to say that. I already am. I just know that I am grateful for that. But see, that's a program, but I better tell them I'm grateful. But I am. I really am. And um, it's just, you know, even just also doing this energetic work, it's just very, like I take on so much energy. Like I was telling someone the other day, my right ear, I don't know if you guys know this, but my I have a good ear and a bad ear. So my right ear is plugged. And I'll tell you why. It's not a medical thing, but I'm clairaudient, right? So when I do mediumship readings for you and your loved ones come and talk to me, they line up on the right side. I mean, they talk in my right ear. So that powerful energy of your loved ones in spirit speaking to me energetically and telepathy wise in my right ear has blocked my ear. So people, if I go for a walk with my friend, I'm like, go on my good ear. Like I'm only 48. Like why have a bad ear already? And I've actually, not to be gross, I've actually gone to like an ear specialist where they have like a very loud vacuum machine, like the hose on the end of it and attach they stick it in your ear and they pull out all the wax, which it sounds gross. But the guy's like, the energy of the wax is like, spirit it has to materialize as something so like he's like I can't go if I go even deeper to get all this out of you you're gonna hate me because it's gonna hurt a lot I'm like okay just leave it right so I may in the future have to have like some surgery or something about my ear because like I can't hear very well in my my right ear right so 
think about it. Like it's also on my body. So I'm so happy that I'm so, but it allows me to be so in tune with my body, but I'm like, I need zeolite, right? And I need to switch toothpaste and I need to switch to my laundry soap. And maybe I don't need to dye my hair this much, or maybe I need to do organic hair, you know? And so it's very full circle-y. It's like, it allows me so much in tunement with my, what my body is requiring of me. And you guys know that I get sick a lot, right? So aha, like that one time in the summer where I was sick for three weeks, couldn't do anything. Now I know how to prevent that. So that's a very big bonus where I know like, it's time to take a break, Jen. And I don't ignore it anymore. I'm like, nope, let's take a break before it gets too heavy or you get sick, right? Most people would just push through, whereas I don't because I'm so in tune with everything now, right? So, so that is my... Those are my stories about my spiritual business that were kind of crazy and chaotic. Obviously, there are some beautiful stories that I will share with you at some point. I do want you to know that I am loving this life. And some people might be shocked to know that I'm going to be super honest with you. And I think I've actually said this before uh, in public. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. I'm saying to clients. I don't remember. But I always ask people, like, if you had, like, let's say millions of dollars, and you could do anything that you wanted to, I always ask people, would you still do what you're doing? And you're gonna be shocked to hear, and I don't want you to think I'm not grateful, and I don't want you to think that I don't like what I'm doing. I want you to know that if someone offered me millions of dollars, I would not be doing this business anymore. And it's not because I don't love it, and it's not because I don't love you, and it's not because I don't like what I'm doing. I would still do it for free, like if someone needed my help and someone messaged me and I'm on a beach somewhere writing books. That's what I wanna do. I, my soul has placed on the timeline, me just living on beaches, traveling, working from wherever I am, but I'm writing books because that is what my soul loves to do. And I am so grateful for this job because now I know what I really would love to do on top of this or like in addition to this is just write. My soul wants to write books. Like you guys only have one book of mine. I'm supposed to write another book. Where is this other book? I don't have time to write this other book. So my soul is yearning to write this other book and multiple other books. And I don't have the time to be creative or sit and do you know what I mean? So I would still help you if you like, Jen, I really need your help. I'd be like, no problem. I will help you. Right. That is just who I am. That's who we all are. We will all help each other. But if someone gave me millions of dollars and I want you to be super honest with yourself right now, if someone would you people say, well, I would still do it part time. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't do it. You still would not do it. The only person I can think who still would do his job is Chad. That's the only person that I know that would still do be doing what they're doing. And maybe let me know. Are you going to still, you know, what's your honest, be honest with yourself, completely transparent with yourself. You don't have to tell anybody the answer. I mean, I told you my answer. And every time I say, I'm like, oh shit, what are people going to think? Don't care because I'm being completely honest with you and I'm, and I'm telling what my soul would love to do. And so you've got to also get honest with yourself sometimes and be like, is this really what I want to do? What would I do if I had the freedom to do this, right? That's freedom. Freedom is doing what your soul wants to do and, and figuring out a way and following the breadcrumbs to that path, right? And sometimes you'll be like, well, I thought I wanted to do this. Like I thought I wanted to do retreats. I don't think I do because I did a day one at my house and it was a lot of work. <laughs> like I don't, it's not that I don't want to work. I want to do work that I love and I want to write books. I want to write you a book. I want to write books about everything about my life, about, you know, I want to, I want to do mushrooms and get all the ideas for these beautiful books and, you know, while still helping you on the side, if you need my help, because I will always be there for you. And I got to be there for me though. I've got to be there for myself. 
right? So we got to also break this program of like, oh, I got to help people before myself. No, no, we're breaking that. I need to be there for myself. And when I'm there more for myself and I'm in tune with my body and what my body needs and, you know, it's time to take a break or it's time to go to Florida or it's time to go to Portugal, whatever it is, you know, that's what I'm going to do because I put me first. And there's still so many of you who are putting yourselves last. I know, you know how I know this? Because I'll do a psychic reading for you and everything will be about everyone else and you will not get any answers for yourself because I can only read according to your energy. And that's how I know that you are being self less and what we need to be is more selfish that word sounds terrible but we need to be we need to take care of ourselves first or we can't help anybody we can't help anybody can you imagine I can just see myself like sitting on this beach and like I'm with my macbook and I'm writing all these books I'm so freaking happy that I'll be wanting more to help you I'll be like hey guys I'm gonna help you for free like here's a class for free because I'm so in that joy in that freedom that I don't I don't need to ask you for money to do this. You know what I mean? So I don't want this to be about needing money. People are always like, well, you should do a thing for free. Well, this has been become my job. This is my career now. And once you get somewhere that you've always wanted, because I've always wanted, I've, I've I wanted this so badly. I, guys, I quit my job to do this and I love it. And there's just some times where I'm like, what? But it's good because when you get to the point where you're like, oh my God, something needs to change here. Then you can see the actual next steps or what's the next level you know so anyways I'm gonna leave you guys with that I hope you enjoyed this episode it might have been a little bit all over the place but I haven't had my tea yet it's also kind of late it's like nine o'clock so I'm gonna get this out to you guys right now and thank you guys so much for being here and listening to the singing medium podcast go follow me on instagram elevate.hersoul I'm on facebook with the singing medium and I think you guys are awesome and I'll see you guys all next time